Welcome to Emu Theaters. Please help keep your MP3 player clean by disposing of other podcasts in the appropriate receptacle. Concessions are available in the lobby. Please don't eat the emu. Please be courteous to others by refraining from talking during the map report. Enough people are talking already. Please silence your cell phones and pagers now. Your feature presentation will begin after the following song about Omaha. Left my home back in Omaha To see if I could make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for All right, in that case, welcome to Bep Report number 95, November 2nd, actually, right now, uh, 2007, at least on the East Coast, uh, November 2nd, and uh, that's the voice you hear. Is yeah. not uh, Clea's voice. Well, two hours it's away. actually Clea's in bed. November first and two thirds. If it's you November, average out the three of us, if right. you average it out, it's like November. Right, right, exactly. Um, it's, it's either first or second. And the reason we have two We're West like Coasters 10. today instead of one West Coaster is because the prodigal emu, as he calls himself, has returned. Story is back for a show. He's back to guest That's star. True. Welcome Yay. back, Story. Welcome back to the fold. Hi, everybody. We hardly knew you. Yeah. Welcome. So uh, while you've been out, necessarily a permanent return. So don't get all excited or bummed out, depending on what out. you would be. We sacrificed a fatted <laughs> calf for you, figuring that's what you would appreciate. So, but it's a tofurkey. It's a calfurkey. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I have to admit that I haven't been listening to the shows lately. So I don't know. I was going to ask if uh, our friend. See, I even forgot his name. This is how out of practice I am. Jeff? Um, no, no, Jeff no. Delacorte. Our friend at Brandeis. Oh, Chad. Constantly. Chad. Thank you, Chad. If Chad. Chad was an example of someone who would be bummed out because Chad wanted to he be. Was. He was. He actually sent an email yeah. feeling very sorry, and, and he said, uh, he's, the email said something like, I, you know, I will say goodbye to story, map, map, me, map. And then he, we think Chad left a message on our voicemail saying, right. map, map, me, map, map. And so, yeah, he was very bummed out, and we'll be happy <laughs> to hear that you're back. I told everyone that you would be Good back times. once in a while for guest star perform, you know, appearances. So, they, right. you know, everybody knows. And so. they never believed you. <laughs> They're like, no, you lie. And yeah. now it's well, proven, so. So welcome back. So so how's life been yeah. uh, without the emu? How, how's Thanks. life been out on the West Coast? It's been fine, you know. I, baseball <laughs> season's over. Makes me very sad. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, you know, my job continues to be interesting. So, but the Bizarre. I'm not sad that, that baseball better. season's over. Not sad at all. Yeah. Neither am I because really of the end happy. result. Very pleased. Well, normally I would be, except this year I was so frustrated with sports and it's sort of a release in that I know I'm not going to be caring about the other major sports this year because I have no teams that are going to be in contention. The Giants so are good. Free. The Giants are oh, good this Knicks. year. I don't have Come to root. on, man. And Whatever. the Knicks will be Knicks good. They were 6 and hot. Look, the Giants were 6 and 2 last year before they collapsed. So the point is, I don't have to care about sports. It's sort of liberating. It's like shaving my head. I don't have to care about hair and I don't have to care about sports. <laughs> I have less things to worry about. Follicles and players. Anything that I've ever been worried about, I think I might cauterize all these things from now on. Just cut uh, it off. Please don't Whatever's cauterize your head. Just cut it off. Cauterizing your not, head is a bad like idea. Like money problems? That's cut it off. I, I don't say, even yeah. use money. How can I have money problems? <laughs> I can think I of other things you'd want to avoid I cutting off that could cause problems in money. certain situations. Don't, don't. Okay, look. I'm not, I don't think my <laughs> penis is ever going to cause me that much No, what stress, would make okay? you think that I was like, referring to that? I, I don't know what yeah, you were. I don't, exactly. you know, I just don't think. It's such a wonderful uh, philosophy. If your penis offends if it, you, if it can, off if it can be rejected, oh. reject it. Don't worry. Just get rid of it. Philosophy was not the word I was expecting at the end of that sentence. <laughs> I know, right? And so my philosophy about. is, it's yeah. such a wonderful yeah. exactly. penis like to me. Wow. It must be late. Wow. Um, well, so, that's wow. Good. So how about good that? See the also, denominators I right where me. I left it. Because I want to have fun and not worry about shit. Uh, 
one for me. Now, it's no, not I'm shit just kidding. That you worry about. <laughs> I was just gonna um, say. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's something quite different. And I've had my anus soda. No more, more shit ever again. It Don't worry about it. It will produce more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In the right. future. Yeah, this this is a week of returns because uh, you know that Don Imus is coming back to radio. I don't know if you heard that, but he's signed a new contract and he Wonderful is coming parallel, back. Wonderful parallel, Greg. He's returned. That's, I, I thought so. Fantastic. I thought that it fit exactly the way you were. You <laughs> left because this is Don great. Imus. After that and unfortunate in a pod. Right. Everybody's making a Yay. comeback, baby. Yeah, we're so glad to have you back. It, it's so very we're much to the get same. Him on the show. You made that. Ra- you made <laughs> so, those yeah, series exactly. of racial and sexist slurs story, and Hitler. we had to let you go, right. and now you're back, and so it's very much the same yeah. as Don Imus. And now it's exactly the same the thing. Incubation time is right, pretty right. much wonderful. <laughs> I think uh, what I've concluded though about this is that pretty much whatever you I do hang out with you hoes anyway. That's right. Yeah. No, you son of a. Yeah. <laughs> All we have to do is require um, is require people to have a certain period of time. You, you just sort of go away for you know a few months, and then if you're away for a long enough yeah, time, yeah, lot. Regardless of what you do, you come back. Yeah. It's the, you can you can Remember make any Trent kind of comeback Lott? in the they, world. They totally kicked him out of Congress. He he was horrific. It was awful, and now he's like majority leader again. Well, or minority, I don't know if he's, I guess. Yeah, right. Is he really? That's the irony. No, that's right. He was minority leader for a while, and and yeah. Take that phrase for you. That's right. Wow. Trent Lodge, Check that out. Your minority leader. That's right. No, the better <laughs> phrase is when you're the minority whip and you're a racist. What is your <laughs> oh, job? Well, you I whip no, the you minority. No, right. no, no, no. Yeah. You might be right. You might have been the minority whip. I think he was. Boy, that I think is. That was actually his that's title. special. I'm looking that's this special. up now. That's quality. I'm looking this up. That's good stuff. Trent Lodge. Well, the technical term, if you're the House Representative, it's called the slave auctioneer. I'm the slave auctioneer, <laughs> and this is my assistant. He's the minority oh, whip. Oh boy! And together we are racist. No, bastards. no, he is. He is currently. He is currently the minority whip since January 4th of this year. <laughs> he is the current standing Excellent. all year for 2007. The minority whip, Trent Lott. That was wonderful. Strangely, no, no one else wanted that job. That's uh, yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> after Trump, yeah, really. Yeah, He's just like I'd rather ran, ran it up to you. Boy, you know, I was just yeah. I'm looking at the uh, story about the Don Imus return and the people who have been doing this. That he's coming back to ABC, WABC, and the two people who did the uh, WABC thing for eight years. They start out sounding like they're being very above board and classy about it. It says, "Well, I've had we've had a fantastic, great run. Our show has enjoyed the best audience, intelligent, compassionate, decent, and kind." So you're like, "Okay, pause," and then they say, "The new owners don't want that kind of show." <laughs> <laughs> like, let's kick That's class awesome. to the curb. Wow. We don't want intelligent, compassionate, decent, and kind. Forget about class. Bitterness. Bitterness is returned. Don Imus has come back. Yeah. That's what happens. So Don, Joe Torre leaves the Yankees, goes to the Dodgers. Don Imus leaves CBS, goes to ABC. Story leaves and comes back. Trent Lott leaves and apparently comes back. So everyone's got comebacks and yeah, I'll, moves. and I'll you know. stop the you leaves are changing have a and also leaving. That I like. That's right. right. Well, I'm just giving. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, hey man, there's all these changes. I, I heard today that there's a there's a guy who's I think his name is DeGray. I want to say he's his last name D E G R E Y, who has predicted that most people or many people living today will live to a thousand and beyond, and his whole reasoning has to do with all this biological Finally, stuff that he's discovered. People are so to my theory. Finally, right. I've been saying this defended. for years. Yeah. I'm like I'm going to live to be 400. You're like, haha, Russ, so confident. I'm like. Well, in fairness, Russ, that's because that you said it's it was based upon me. an AOL contract that would give you nanomachines. So maybe we had a little bit of a different <laughs> reasoning as to why this wouldn't have worked out. Our scientific proof, oh, I you thought know, be four hundred many years before <laughs> AOL existed. So as he a said, a like, thousand this years is only the beginning. A but it does. It raises questions, you know. How long do you maintain careers? Like, could we do 600 years of the MEP report and then 200 years of something else? I mean, could, is you know, anyone accounting for the fact that your body's going to be jelly by the end of that? No, I but mean, his argument like, is it won't this, be. It's going to be like that clam, that 400-year-old clam. Did anyone else see that? Yeah, article? I saw that. 405-year-old clam yeah, yeah. who was immediately killed I by know. human beings. And, and then they're like, oh, like, isn't this interesting? We, we found a 400-year-old clam that we just killed. I was like, what? Crack. <laughs> we found yeah, um, exactly. what was. The oldest exactly. living creature on the earth. Exactly. We have found the oldest living dead animal 
ever to be I mean, on the planet. Yeah. They're always like, oh, we it's caught really this awesome. really old fish. This is really exciting. How about Up the fish? Well, yeah. Ten minutes ago, oh. this was really impressive. <laughs> exactly. Now it is one of yeah. many, many, many dead animals that may have lived. But I do have to ask, else. what would the life of a 400-year-old clam entail? Like, when it reached year 200, well, was there I a point where it was like, what am I doing? Like, was that, you know? What, I think that's yeah, what the last 400 of your thousand human years would be like. I think it's, it's just like, like a wow, clam. more food. I continue. <laughs> it's like watching no, your, I mean, but I think, uh, your eye crust crust over into pearls oh, that people collect from your unmovable body. <laughs> no, but the point is <laughs> you're not going to become... An eye crust are useful you're still, to some other superior species that comes along a, hundreds of years later. They're no, like, no, he says it's a thousand years of actual, like... You can move around normally, and it's all part of the same thing. Like, it's a thousand years of good living, like healthy living, where you're not, like, f- folded over really and dying. There's really no reason why How we shouldn't be able possible? to do that. There's He's, no reason well, that it that shouldn't possible? be able to be the case. He said Our that bodies basically, regenerate themselves. Exactly, that's we what he said. We don't have the same cells that we had two years ago. We're exactly. a completely new collection Brain of cells, cells that don't existed regenerate. two years ago. But in he fact, said that they do regenerate. Maybe will all be George Bush. In fact, they do. No. Oh, that's scary. Yes. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do, story. you got to read up past the 1993 Science magazine. <laughs> Brain cells regenerate. It's like, wait, but... Ed I know you're not into it, and you're like, I got all I need to know from 14 years ago. Uh, but we I'm, found I'm out good. that, in fact, brain cells do regenerate. But there's no reason they and can't exist. There are many activities yeah. that can grow brain cells. Exercise actually increases not only your neuron production, but your neuron regeneration. Like, yep. being healthy helps you regenerate brain cells. I've neuron. heard arguments awesome. that people have said that Sudoku puzzles have actually demonstrated that they've actually shown drop in uh, Alzheimer's um, disease rates in some places, and they're attributing it to the incredible rise of Sudoku puzzles because everyone is doing these puzzles now. I think, I don't know if that's, you know, that's true, but it's interesting because that that's out there. when you talk to you know? them and their responses are, nine left, eight up, seven right, you can no longer discern the difference between a normal person and an Alzheimer's patient. I see. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> so that's it fair fucked enough. up all the studies. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, apparently you can do this. And, and the thing is that MIT had this big throwdown where they said, you know, a bunch of people were like, oh, this guy is full of crap, and there's no way that this is true. And so MIT, one of MIT's uh, scientific journals said, okay, well, we want everyone to come and basically disprove him. And they got all these submissions, and all the submissions basically were, as I understand it, the submissions said things like, this guy's an idiot. Like, and I'm not e- not even in a scientific way. Like, basically, they were just like, this guy's an idiot. And, they, and the editors were like, well, but that's not a reason why he's wrong. And they're like, but we don't care why he's wrong. We just care that he's an idiot. And they were like, this is not an answer. So they basically concluded that no one had proved him wrong. They said they haven't proven him right exactly, but no one has been able to prove him mm-hmm. wrong because they're just attacking him saying he's an idiot. And, and, you know, so. If Sudoku puzzles have this sort of moderate effect on lifespan of brain cells, imagine what a lifetime MEP user, a lifetime MEP reporter That's right. for brain cells. That's I think, right. I think a lot. We should totally we, big game. we should ask Chad in like big 50 plus. years, or Chad, I'm sure, will tell us like in 50 years how, how his brain is held up thanks to listening to MEP, like what's happened with that. Or all in of our 50 listeners years, MEP reports will be beamed directly into Chad's brain. <laughs> he won't even have to use a computer anymore. Naturally, by Russ's AOL <laughs> we'll just account. Be like, <laughs> we'll be communicating telepathically, and then we'll be like, I think we're done. And then Chad will be like, oh, a new map report. Let me think about it. And then he'll listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> then he might be able to tap into it live, and that would be very scary. It would be different. It's true. It would certainly be different. <laughs> yeah, be, it's, yeah uh, there is that. Awesome. There is that. That would be pretty sweet. The giant flying beaver would be retired. Well, no, the yeah. giant flying beaver would no just become like we should, uh, the Matrix, you know? We should add a puzzle component to, uh, we should have like a puzzle minute in, in every map report where we just give people verbal Sudoku. I think that would be great. We're like, okay, ready? Okay, 8 by 8 square. Top, left, <laughs> 7, base, 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 1, space, space. Don't write this down. Just do it in your head. 3, space, space, 4. They're Next like, the line. answer is green. You're like, yeah, you're a genius. Yeah, that's, yeah that's exactly. It, yeah. That's right. What time did the train get into Buffalo? Right. Yeah. So. We definitely should do that. Well, they do. They In have that segment that would, of the worst I mean, uses for radio like... ever. <laughs> We're going to read you the time. 10.05. 37 seconds. PM. At the tone, it will be. You know, it may take a while to catch on. It may not be popular, but I think it would actually cure Alzheimer's. I think you just play five minutes of that to an Alzheimer's patient, and they'd start telling you about their third grade experiences. Oh. Great. That'd be pretty sweet. 
I just thought of something really <laughs> I great see, based I on what you just said. I just cured Russ's Alzheimer's. I thought that was pretty oh, good. What? Sorry. <laughs> All in five minutes. Like, they should oh. totally have this. <laughs> you know how they have Braille for blind people, right? They yes. totally should have audio Braille for people who are deaf. No, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> wait, it's back no, again. No, Story, talk to him work. again. Wait, 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 wait. Talk to him again. He's losing it. No, no. It's, He's it's going back. Audio it's flowers for, for Algernon right in front of us. It's, it's, okay, so Braille... We, we can see Braille on the print page, but we should have Braille on radio, too. So basically, Braille will exist of a series of beeps that go really fast, and it'll communicate faster than words, but only for blind people, because they already speak Braille. So we can just go six bumps, five bumps, six bumps, four bumps, four bumps, three bumps, and then they'll understand. And it's way faster. I see. Uh, you, you know, know actually, I actually think words are faster. My cousin... <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. And say that what we have developed over millennia to serve as language communication oh, audio means is superior. You're just a bump. I mean, I don't know. You're just a luddite story. Come on now. I believe. Yeah, I I believe in crazy 1993 science, and therefore <laughs> believing in language that might be just too well, crazy. Have you guys heard the but story I about me? One response. Yes. My only response to that is three bumps, two bumps, two bumps, one bump, one bump, five yes. bumps. <laughs> bump, oh, no, you bump, didn't. Bump. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, snap. Baby. Six bucks, six bumps, snap. Dude, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you said that on the map report. I'll have to edit that out. On the oh, air. Obscene. That's right. It's going I'm out. Get out um, like do you know okay. what? My cousin who uh, works, Suits, he's done a lot of stuff. In I love it. that your language is numeric, too, that it's all bumps. It's not even like bumps. It's something else. It's just bumps. Six, two bumps, like three bumps. It's replacing all the words of the world with a number. That's tremendous. <laughs> two, two, five bumps, two, two, seven. Well, bumps. when you actually hear it, it's going to be more like onomatopoeia. <laughs> It won't right. be a guy saying okay. bumps. It'll sound more like... Maybe it should just be like an animal sound effects tape. This was the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock in Braille of audio. Brought to you by Russ and the Mepreport. A month later, I'm going to come back to you guys and I'll be like, wait, I've refined this. It's no longer bumps. It's animal sounds. And it's kind of like bumps. It's more like mep. It sounds like this. Mep, 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 moo. Mep, I moo. Ep, mep, moo. Isn't that great? I just came up with that. That's so wonderful. Oh, wait. That should be the inaugural Bradio language. That's fantastic. The Bradio language. <laughs> we can see. The, uh, my, my, uh, my cousin used to work in, uh, my cousin used to work in, ad well, he still does work in advertising and stuff like that, but he also did a lot of stuff where he works with guys who put together displays and different things for buildings, like signs and things like oh, that. Oh, taken. And he worked with a company uh, uh. that put together all of these Braille signs for elevators. And uh, the first time they came into a building that they had worked on, some skyscraper in New York, I don't know the details, my cousin walked in with um, this guy who was blind, and he walks into the elevator, and the guy, you know, feels the Braille thing in the elevator, and he starts cracking up, and my cousin says, well, what's wrong? He said, well, you installed this upside down. <laughs> And they looked and they found that every Braille thing had been installed upside down. Like floor one was like the highest floor and floor 10. So then they were like, and there was actually a guy who suggested to my cousin, well, you know, maybe nobody will notice. And my cousin just kind of stared at him. He's like, well, yes, except the blind. P All right. And they had to like or retrofit. They won't be able to adequately <laughs> complain when they do notice. Maybe exactly. they're disabled exactly. and they won't be able to change anything. They're just they're a bunch of blind people. Exactly. <laughs> I don't see they what you're They can't even talk, I've heard. Exactly. I don't think they could communicate those blind. What's people. our long-term vision? I don't know much about. We them. have no long-term vision. Oh, <laughs> yes, that, that's right. So yeah, so pretty much, uh, pretty much, they had to retrofit it. But that shows you. That shows you what can happen. Now, if they had had an audio version where they were just shouting out the six bump, five bump, two bump, four bump thing, then that would have been no problem. Especially if it was like really quiet, so you had to like just lean your ear close, you know, and you could only and you had a special key so you could hear it. Like three pop, three pop. Three. That's good I stuff, Russ. It could be a constant undercurrent. It could be on its own sound wavelength, constantly going on. <laughs> and therefore, so the blind would become the smartest people in Well, history. because they say when you lose a sense, the other senses become stronger. So they could hear, right? They'd be, be better able to hear that go, than right? normal sit, right? More sensitively. Sure. So yeah. that would all mm -hmm. work. This is a great idea. We should ask Zimmy what he thinks of this plan. Yeah. Yeah, Zimmy would be like, well, would, uh, work out Does, how will it get me laid? <laughs> Will it get me laid? Will our breasts involved in this equation? Well, and two bumps. Zimmy's like two bumps, 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 two bumps. 
Pretty much. Russ just got that. Two, 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 two. Yeah. It's a game of pit. Oh, goodness. That's awesome. wonderful. So yeah, right. so that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty funny. So I want to ask you guys something else, and I don't know whether this reflects anything in story. If you've noticed this since the time that you've been, you know, doing other things off the show, have you guys noticed that now everything in the world is being recalled? In one way or the other, everything like not to, I'm t- the yeah. toys to China. Now today in they fact, just I'm recalling this show. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, just yeah, that bump yeah, part. Yeah, right. It's over. Oh, no. Farm. no, I like the show. It's been good. It's been good. But like five million Gino's and Totino's pizzas recalled. Five million. What? How? Like yeah, I, I saw that the pizzas. I don't understand. How can you produce five million and they go, wait a minute. I can't wait till they start recalling people. They're just going to be like, okay, I'm sorry. If you were born in Carson City between um, (laughs) January and May. We're going to have to ask you to come back. We, you know, the forceps were rusty. We're we're out of here. We got to send you back. Yep. Got to send you back to mom. Absolutely. And then put you back in. And there'd be all these accusations blaming Carson City and Carson City be like, don't blame must blame the doctors yeah, exactly. now it'll be this whole big thing and It'll everything. be like yeah it's, it, it's a water system we didn't do anything i don't know what you're talking about that would be great for like cancer clusters and stuff they're just like i'm sorry if you lived in waltham between uh 45 and 60 yeah you're you you're done we gotta take you out here if we're gonna have people averaging um, life expectancy at a thousand that you're just not you're just not part of our long-term plan yeah, and they take them back to the factory, and they pull their heads off one by one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. And they just lay down in the gurney, and they screw their heads off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're gonna Pretty give awesome. you a llama head. We find to it. To be fair, I don't think I don't think they screw heads off on recalls. I think they just throw everything in the trash bin. Really? Totally fair. Do you I think, think so? that happens? Like if I they, think they if, take it as a total loss. If Ford recalls like 17 I mean, million okay, coolant pumps, they just all like, go in the landfill. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the part of the car that's broken, yeah, it gets it gets thrown out. Or if it can be melted down for parts, you know, but right. But if it's a human, right. I mean, what are you going to melt it down for? I mean, I guess maybe meat. You could repackage it as, you know. But I mean, it's it, it, farm it, it out, man. Yeah, science. But yeah. it just seems to me that that all oh, of a yeah, sudden all of these things, you know, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's Halloween. Like also, and I'd, I'd also maybe this, maybe this is related to that, like related to the recall thing. Do we have to have five million pizzas out before we go? Wait a minute, maybe there's a problem. Like, isn't there a check all the way along the line, and they're just like five million? Oh, all right. Well, before the next five million goes out, like, do they do they produce all also, of these things in batches of five million? Five million frozen pizzas out at the same time. <laughs> That's an incredible number. I know it is crazy. Five million? It's true. How much food are we making in this country? I know. How is it that anybody sold? This is ridiculous. Five million pizzas? How many people could that feed? Yep. Twenty million. Pizzas? I'd say five million people <laughs> for one meal. <laughs> <laughs> but half of them would die from E. coli. You'd be like maybe two and a half million people <laughs> yeah. for one meal, for me one snack, for a year, for a light snack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yep. <laughs> Precisely. It could feed Burundi well, for a week will or Russ for a year. You saw that, that you guys saw that thing during the World Series, there was this big promotion that Taco Bell ran, which is the first person to steal a base. As it turned out it was Jacoby Ellsbury, yeah. the Red Sox. Everyone in America would get a taco. And I'm not kidding. Like they were like if you go between these and these hours you just automatically get a taco. <laughs> and the, and there were all these things well, about like you, yeah you didn't hear about it oh did you boycott the World Series or something because the Red Sox were in I really wasn't watching it. I only watched, I watched one game of the World Series because some girl came over who was a Red Sox fan and so for her sake I tortured you myself guys. her in your house Ugh. well God. done well wow. you know despite the fact that she was a Red Sox fan Sweet I felt there was a serious Caroline. human rights violation going on dun, dun, dun. in that her roommates would not let her watch the World Series on her own TV. And it's her apartment. Oh, that's wrong. She's a Red Sox fan. Her team is in the World Series, and they're like, you can't watch our tiny TV with the sound on because we're bothered by this. I'm like, what kind of horrible mutants are these? That's wrong. Oh, I mean, they want to watch something else. No, it's like, you can't do this. We don't like the sound on. So I invite her to watch it here, 
and I was slowly being tortured, and then it turned out to be the longest World Series game in the history of the World Series. <laughs> Wait, I what? Was, I was so happy. I was like, oh, look, That's we've awesome. been watching the Red Sox all yeah. fucking day. We've had, like, five <laughs> meals, and the Red Sox game is still on. It's not even a good game. You're like, can I recall this day, please? Never ended. Can I recall it now, please? Right, right. just... I, just too many pitching changes. I kept being on the verge of like rooting for the Rockies. I was like, go foul, go foul. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I won't say anything. <laughs> it was really hard. I'm impressed it with was, that, Russ. I, I, may I really am. Therapy I'm very impressed with that. I may have to go say. through therapy That's as an older person. Like, That's It was impressive. really difficult. I really had to decompress wow. for like a week after that game. <laughs> it's like, I can't ever do that again. It was too hard. That's very impressive. I, for her sake, I did it. That's very impressive. Clea said that uh, Clea was having issues uh, the whole season. She's like, I just this was just so bad this season. Like, why? It was on all the time. I'm like, yeah, because the Red Sox, unlike last year, didn't get destroyed and become irrelevant. They actually went all the way and won. So, of course, it was not bad, but great, because, of course, I was watching baseball a lot. And she was just like, and she pointed out, I mean, she was like, and it just was on all the time. I said, look, at least baseball has a five-month offseason. Do you realize that basketball, which has already started again, ends in, like, June and picks up again in late? October. So basically it has like it has like a three month off season. They play nine months, yes. And they never that's, stop. Yeah, and that's I mean when you watch like the, the Las Vegas uh league. Like the the rookie league, yeah. The, I mean, the it's league just, that they go to the summer leagues. Just just take it easy. Leagues. I mean, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, can buy the package to watch the summer leagues if you really want to. Even with the Celtics nope, being better this I'm year, that's a little, little out of control. But yeah, no so sports. I'm impressed that you did that though. Sports Russ. forever. That's yeah, that's believable. That's good stuff. No, no, no. Until April. Until April. Oh, okay. That's, okay. That's a good that's chunk of time, fun. though. I don't know, man. Yeah. Giants are looking pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I might have to bring baseball back. I might have to bring or basketball back. See, even when I talk about other sports, I throw the flip to baseball. Basketball should be good for you, Story. You got the Trailblazers and everything, and they're looking better, you know? The Blazers really made a lot of good moves. Um, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then Greg Oden is not going to play this year. That's not a happy team. He recalled himself. He knew that it wasn't the right time. And he so did. He, he recalled his himself. Leg, his knee was really? recalled. You didn't hear about this? Yeah, he's yeah, out for the season. Greg Oden oh, is man. out for the entire season. Oh, no. Story was like, crushed, attention. I was waiting until November. Story's like, I recall my good emotions. Story's like, I recall my positiveness about the Trailblazers. How did that happen? What did he do? I don't know. He had a gimpy knee. No, no, no. What happened? I didn't know about this. He needed surgery, and that was it. He got his knee surgery, and now he's done. For the it's season. microfracture surgery. It's the, it's, the, it's the surgery that turns but your knee into he, a jellyfish. What? And if you think you can play basketball with one knee and one jellyfish, then you should try it sometime. He'll be, they say he'll be fine. They say he'll be well. fine but, next year, but, but he's out he for the season. He must have hurt himself somehow. No, he was hurt he before they drafted really. him. He didn't win a championship with Ohio State and was like, therefore the cost is... I mean, did he well, owe someone he money? he didn't win a championship did he anyway. Did boosters <laughs> money for leaving as a freshman? He didn't win a championship like, anyway. What lost. happened? But... Um, no, he was already a little bit injured, oh, and right. there was a big thing about that, about Florida. whether he was actually injured beforehand, and they just hadn't revealed the information. Uh, and so, yeah, he's basically... Oh, he's out. Literally, one Jack. of the questions about drafting him was that one of his legs is discernibly longer than the other one. And they're like, this might not be good for the health of a basketball player. <laughs> this could cause some problems. Portland! <laughs> God damn it, Portland! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm taking a we draft until I play too. We can uh, draft Kevin Durant, uh, who is like the most athletic, amazing, He only scored 18 points for the Sonics. He only or, scored 18 uh, points. Or we can draft... We can draft Edward Scissorhands, who was put together by a mad scientist in like some horrible movie, and his legs aren't the same size, but he looks like he, he could be really good. He does look a little like Frankenstein. He does have a little bit of a the Frankenstein head thing going on. Yeah. No, he'll be very oh, good. Come on, Portland. Portland. He'll be very good. Oh, real, he'll, he'll be so fine. They'll be very, very good. I'm sure they'll be good in the long run. I'm sure he'll be at least uh, as good as Sam Bowie. I'm sure Sam Bowie <laughs> he will going have to bring very up Sam Bowie. Oh, Oh we could have had Michael Jordan, but we got Sam Bowie instead. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, God, Sam Bowie. Well, the Celtics oh, are looking Sam good, Bowie. so I'm happy about that. Yeah. Kevin Garnett will be back, and all these people will be back. And actually, did you guys hear? Al Jefferson, the guy who was traded to the Timberwolves, uh, actually, and I bring this up for MEP listeners who aren't sports fans even, because you might find this interesting, he actually turned down his chance at a max contract because he said, and I quote, I don't think I'm good enough for it yet. Uh, how many what? players actually say oh. that? He's like, you know, I just don't think I'm good enough yet. 
Only the stupid <laughs> agent was like, only, only the stupid one. Someone said this. Someone said they they posted on a blog. They were like, ah, that is the sound of his agent jumping out a window. <laughs> He's like, you want to do what? He's like, I don't think I'm ready. What do you mean you don't think you're ready? Yeah. So so yeah. So there are That's, some wow. non-greedy athletes. I have no response to that. Yep. He said, I just don't yeah. uh, don't well, think I I'm ready for it. He actually he said I would have been a what fool does that to mean go ready? up. He said I, I'm Who not. Who says I'm not ready to take all of the money that you're voluntarily going? He to said give me. I quote. He like I didn't think I was worth Max money somehow? this year anyway. I would have been a fool to go up there and ask for Max, <laughs> like, having not really proven myself sure. for that. The number I got was yeah, my goal I mean, from it's day one. Million a year. But think about the taxes on that shit. Oh man, I'm gonna be paying like five million in taxes. By I mean, is there really a tax bracket line left. between five and sixteen million? I really think you're all paying. The I mean, same in fairness, he's still point. making thirteen million dollars a year, so it's is not like you know. Is he about to you know, divorce his wife it. and he wants her to get less? Is he about to shoot someone his, and get wrongful death? It's his accountant's fault. His accountant is oh some like god. overstressed guy with too many clients, and he's like, "Oh my god, they're giving you a max contract. I don't even want to begin to figure that shit out. Just take yeah, whatever exactly. you had before." Gonna have to write out the your max. shoe deal. Like, oh god. Yeah, he said, I, that's, "That's a whole other form. It starts with W. I, I don't even know what that is. W eleven. But that eighth, what is that? That eighth place." The, the mil- I gotta the fill out a W two. I can't carry W fourteen. I just can't carry that far. Oh God. I mean, like, and, and the general manager <laughs> okay, said, fine. around the league, 85% of the I, people feel they're worth max. He's like, he's in the minority of 15% that doesn't believe he deserves max. And it was like, yes, I'd say that's well, true. That's, like, you know. Um, that's a number breakdown we're familiar with. <laughs> exactly. That might right. mean something. The 15%. There you <laughs> go. See? All right, look, uh, I, see, I see the credits column, but what the hell is this thing debits? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm scared of that column. <laughs> don't use that column. It's true. But boy, oh, I mean, that's dear. just like literally turning down. That's I think it's incredible. just we're all stunned. We're like, it's all about the money. And he's like, no, it's only sort of about the money. <laughs> and he just, I can't get my calculator out of graphing calculator mode. Stop no, giving exactly, me more no, accountancy work calculator. to do. That's totally it's like parabola. I have seven on my calculator. And so parabola. anything over that is lost anyway. <laughs> I don't even see it. It's not even there. I can't carry that far. Yeah. What does this Holy mean? Cow. It's doing logo programming. I don't even know what this is. It's making a circle, a Mickey Mouse head out of logo coordinates. I can't do your contract. Wow. Yep. Oh. It's pretty square. It's that pretty scary. Awesome, yep. It's that's that's right. what he's doing. So it's pretty cool that he's doing that. And and on the other side of athletics, you have Barry Bonds, who says he would opt out of the Hall of Fame over the. You guys heard that his uh, b- the ball, this home run ball that the guy bought, uh, and that he basically had this contest to see what would happen to the ball. You guys heard about this? This guy's put up this website, uh, yeah. and the choices were to destroy yeah. it. To blast it into space or to put an asterisk on it. Or, uh, no, I think the choice was actually just give it to the Hall of Fame or put an asterisk on it. So they're putting an asterisk on it and putting it into the, into the um, Hall of Fame. And Bonds said, I, Bonds was like, I'm never going to be in the Hall of Fame. I won't go. I won't be part of it. I won't be there. He said, I don't think you could put an asterisk in the game of baseball. There's no such thing as an asterisk in baseball. And I just said, you know, that that is a slogan that I can get behind. There's no such thing as an asterisk in baseball. I don't even know what that means. I just think it's great. I just think we should all say that. There's no such thing as an asterisk in baseball, according to Barry Bonds. So, I mean, you know, there there are asterisks in baseball. 1994 has asterisks all over it. No, you you that, you can't do it. He says. and ninety five. He says you can't give people the right to alter history story. That's his quote. You can't give them the Strike. right to alter history. There's no such thing well, as national baseball. I mean, that's baseball. real history. Yeah. No, I'm there just telling strike. you. There really was. Yeah, but you know. There are really asterisks was. in baseball. It's like if you're making a double play and you sort of move your foot sort of across second base, but you don't touch it. <laughs> I've been thinking about the guy that out. could be in the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, still, it's kind of an I asterisk type of thing. saying that the guy, in doing his dance around turning the double play, creates an asterisk marking <laughs> in, in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. There's an asterisk on baseball, near like, baseball. Maybe somebody, <laughs> maybe baseball. somebody cut, a, uh, right. cut an asterisk Look. pattern. Oh, the field's looking really nice today. They did it up an asterisk. They, you know, they normally yeah. do the sock hey. pattern into the infield, but they didn't do the asterisk. asterisk. Today. <laughs> if you're wearing your six-pointed cleats and you like do a twirly on the on the 
on the dirt. <laughs> yeah, it'll exactly. make an asterisk, maybe. That could be maybe. like a side yeah. game in there baseball. You you really like you could, try. if you could do, like you get an extra yeah, half a run. Like if you do it and then you do the asterisk, it's like extra points, like in a. It's you like know. balloon animal. Right, right. It's like. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like oh, what? Yeah, I did the dog. Balloon animal. <laughs> that was not what I was yeah. expecting, but okay. It's like, it's like part of your goal is to, you know, carve out little shapes into the into the turf, or you know. And like here comes, he's made the, the double and play, and he's formed a goat at the catch. same time. What a tremendous play <laughs> by exactly. Dustin Pedroia at second. And the official score says, 0. .25 runs. <laughs> Put it on the board. 0. .25 runs. You know, you have some Coming defensive wizards. Are you kidding Batting me? Six. Omar Vizquel. Is Frederico asterisk? <laughs> he's batting Ampersand. <laughs> exactly. Apparently, he's hit... Quote, what? He's hit tilde home runs this year. Yep, exactly. And he has number sign RBI. <laughs> there you go. He goes into second to break oh, yeah. up the and double play. And he knocks him out. If you can, out. like, break your bat on a, on a ball and then reshape it into a pretzel. It's like, <laughs> that's the ampersand bat. That's great. You and know, if you hit a home run with the ampersand bat, it counts double. You know, when he went in for like the slide. That's right. Over the it's the home run. And. He goes in and for what? the hard. It's a home run and <laughs> and, <laughs> and what? It's a it's home a run. And and deficit. He goes and in for a hard slide into second base and he comes oh, up yeah. as a bracket. There's no place for that in the game of baseball. A good hard parenthesis is one thing, but a bracket is wrong. You can't do that. That's just there's no place for brackets it in is baseball. High. It is Amper. It is Oh, and this really uh, underscores the point. No, it actually really does underscore the point. Look, he's doing it right there. He's underscoring it right now as we speak. Uh, dash, dash. Fun humor. Humor with print and baseball. It's true. Apparently our video editor upstairs collapsed onto the keyboard with the shift key down, and he's created a whole big mess and lots of asterisks. I know. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. The official score... Runs up the shift key. Yep. Yeah. And and it was you know I was reading about all this stuff relating to the baseball thing and I saw that um, the Detroit Tigers relief pitcher had major shoulder surgery and I was about to be like oh see here's a guy who can't stay on the field and he's going to be out again he was out last then I found out the reason was because he was trying to move things from his house during a wild during the California wildfires and a box fell on him so basically the wildfires caused like him to miss half of his season. I was just like, that's okay. Have we done the show about, bad about weird baseball that. injuries? Yeah, I... I love the topics. From there the, are more of them, the man. Repeats. Apparently that's what's happened. He's yeah. Chalk it up. Yep. Do they tally that up when they report on the news how much damage the fire costs? Do they tally up like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jolte Maya's shoulder. Jolte Maya's shoulder. That's a $600,000 damage right there. That's incredible. I mean, it really Seriously. is. That's an economic loss, yeah. man. You can chalk it Lloyds up. of London. It's terrible. They insure that wow. stuff. Yep. And it's, really? it's a box fell on his oh, shoulder. Yeah. They're well known for being the insurance company that insures things like a model's legs or like a pitcher's really? pitching arm. Yeah, oh yeah. Or yeah, they'll put they will value body parts if you if you use That's those crazy. for your professional capacity. And aren't there some people who have to insure? That's going to be a big expense to them when all the baseball players get recalled. That's going to be costly. Well, aren't there some people too who have to? Um, aren't there some people who have to register? <laughs> if you played baseball between 1994 and 1998, we're going to oh, need you back. Oh no! That's oh it. dear! But aren't there some the people who have to San register? Francisco Giants payroll. <laughs> but I mean, aren't there some people that have to register their their bo various body parts as deadly weapons, like certain kung fu stars and you know things like that? Like no, that's only yes. in Chuck Norris. No, no, no. They they have to register their hands as deadly weapons. Head. It's true. Is what? there really a day like they have to after put them you, through I the mean, metal I've detector? Heard of this. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, I've heard sorry, of this too, so you're but going like, to have to remove those. <laughs> it's like the day when you get <laughs> you your black belt security with those. in Aikido. Do you have to go to like the city clerk's office and be like, "Hello, yeah. I'd like to register my left and right hand as deadly weapons," and then they like fill out this form and triplicate deadly weapons, and you're like, fill it out with my left and right hand. Get the removal and detachment capacity. And would you like to get married at this time? Okay. Right. With either your left or your right hand. Window number three. Before these papers process. 
You're not allowed to kill anyone for six weeks. Yep. And then when this process is... All right. Well, you're ready to deadly weapons. Yeah. All right. And he can't go on a plane. Okay. Sir, would you like to check your hands? You know you're not allowed to take them on this plane. Okay. All right. Yeah. And they cut little holes in the floor of the airplane. You have to stick your hands through for the entire flight to put them in cargo because you're not allowed to fly with your hands in the passenger oh, no, section. Oh, passing a bird at high speed. <laughs> it's a about the huge, huge inconvenience <laughs> getting the black belt in Aikido. It really is not worth it at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's really worth yeah, saying. You want to be at like the, right? I was going to say purple belt third degree. Cause, like, does it really matter? Like. Before that, it's not a deadly weapon, and like right afterwards, you know? No. It does. I probably could be pretty goddamn But I don't yeah. have to register anything. The bureaucracy doesn't kick in yet, which is really the good part. It's true. I don't have to talk to anyone who's going to notarize my hands. Don't notarize anything. Yeah. Please. <laughs> you mentioned. Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't oh, know. Man. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. That's awesome. Seriously, though, like, people have to do that, right? Because they have, they I had to register my hands as deadly weapons. They, I have they heard that in some places. I don't know whether that's true for all places, um, you know. But I've heard that in some places one has to do that. I don't think so. If you're talking about someone who's really deadly, really deadly, <laughs> super deadly. <laughs> I think it's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Look, register hands <laughs> as mind. deadly weapons. Let's see. Let's see here. Has anyone There's ever had to? Let's hits. see. Here we go. Has anyone ever had to register their hands this as deadly like weapons? It's not like a big urban legend. Let's see. It says... It is completely an urban legend. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Actually, you talking it says, about? in 1992, a Florida court shot down fists as weapons, saying it was an unconstitutionally overbroad reading that would make every assault battery case a deadly weapon one. However, it specifically left open the question of whether a trained fighter's hands and feet could be deemed weapons. So it's still up for, uh, you know, it's up for possibilities. And if, you're, if your feet get registered as deadly weapons, do you have to wear Nerf shoes whenever you go outside <laughs> to be, like, compliant it with the law? It can Let it go! <laughs> Let's see. There is no registration well, process. what it says is... There is no bureaucracy in any state. You have state. to wear giant foam so fingers on each hand when they're deadly weapons, like you're some crazy sports well, fan all the time. It says that some number U.S. One, courts... It says no, no, he's just the most deadly fighter. In <laughs> he had to do this to protect himself. Number yes, one! because Nerf will stop you. They're registrable as <laughs> deadly weapons, but they can't get through Nerf. Everything is okay <laughs> with Nerf. No, it deadens the impact. It's true. Yes. Anything, if Story, you're in the you same county as a Nerf thing, no one can get hurt. If you put your hands in your pockets, it's an immediate concealed weapon, you know? <laughs> Wearing a foam finger. You can't do it. Oh my God. It's true. As a pacifist, you would totally hit someone in the face with a foam finger knowing that you couldn't possibly hurt them. You'd yes, be like, but this I don't have deadly I weapon registration <laughs> of my digits. <laughs> Come on! What if you like? Because uh, I would think that you could do like because because what it says here is that some U.S. courts have concluded that a criminal defendant's boxing or martial arts experience should be considered when deciding whether he or she possessed a required intent to cause harm. So I would think if you're wearing Nerf stuff, that protects you in terms of the intent, right? Because you're like, look, it's Nerf. How could I possibly hurt anyone when I'm hitting somebody with a Nerf finger, you know, or a Nerf glove? So it would almost be protecting yourself okay, from about yourself. Mittens. What about mittens? Surely you will agree that mittens will take away the status of deadly weapons. <laughs> no. No, I will not. Maybe 40 Come pairs on. of mittens. You can do so much less. 40 40 you can't even mittens. get a pair of keys. <laughs> you can't even carry keys with mittens. You can't do anything. You become a total invalid. I don't even okay. know why these things exist. Again, I'm thinking of karate chop. In a karate chop, your hands are formed as though in mittens already. Okay? That is the correct form of karate chop. Okay? There's no but, way but story. that you're not still deadly but with a goddamn you're hitting someone with a soft mitten. Yes. It's a soft mitten. It just feels <laughs> like mitten. it feels like you're being It feels like you're anybody. being caressed in front of a fire. If someone hits you with a mitten, it feels like you've got a hot chocolate of marshmallows, and it's this nice, Dude, pleasant yeah. winter you're scene. In the of hot cocoa in Every your time mouth you get hit with a Chuck Norris fist with a mitten, with a mitten you hear like, "Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow." Oh, the da 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 da. It's death with the extra insult of itchy wool. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all you're packaging for me. <laughs> so instead of hearing, doof, doof, oh, doof, oh doof, doof, you let's hear, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. 
If you have regular okay. hands, okay. and you put on the Infinity Gauntlet glove from the Infinity Gauntlet series where you turn into a god where you can control all things in the universe, do then you have to register your new gloved hands as deadly weapons, or are you god and it doesn't matter? Yeah, registering wouldn't be choices. an issue for God, right? Like, I think God is beyond <laughs> registration. I guess, I guess that's true. I'm going to let the, the internet feel this one. If you Google hands as deadly weapons in quotes on Google, the first hit you get is from a website called stupidquestion.net. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> okay, this is the preface. On April 4th, 2002, John Rush answered Bob Sindeldecker. Yes, that's what I'm I sure quoted. That's his real name. I quoted that. Bob Sindeldecker's question. Yeah. Oh, did you just I quote quoted that? that I but, but, but story, in June of 2007, it says, courts sometimes see hands, yeah. elbows, and feet as weapons. So the point is, that's why you would need to wear Nerf. Like, you don't have to register them, but if you're, I think you know, uh, you could say, Your Honor, I had a we've Nerf made hand. It clear that hands, hands in a court can be assessed as deadly weapons. There's just no registration process, it seems. All right. I don't think anyone has. Right. You don't have to register so what it I'm is hoping for. But wait a minute. Would you have to register? But wait, 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 wait. No, but think about this, though. Think about this. If you, have a, if you have to wear glasses, right, if you get a driver's license, you need to, it needs to say on the driver's license, corrective lenses required. So wouldn't it say on your license, like, mittens required? Required. Like you need like nerf finger required to like make this possible. Like you know, yeah. if a cop caught you without Maybe your nerf, you have to have your be in hand trouble. baked into a gelatin mold so that you what? have Jello gloves and you can never hurt anybody. And plus, you can feed yourself in case of an accident. But it's like they're hand-shaped <laughs> Jello molds, of an so you can still sort of you talking about? have an opposable thumb. You mean actual Jello? It's just that your hands, <laughs> your hands are, are covered in Jello. Jello. What? I mean, it lasts for a week. You have to redo the process on a What's weekly a basis week? so that your hands don't go bad. Jello lasts for a long uh, time. <laughs> what? And then uh, that's what you do. Uh, I'm just giving off yeah, that's what state you do. government. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. I need to think of these that, things. That, for that is do. definitely what you do. <laughs> that's pretty much what you, you do. You know what you do? When in doubt, <laughs> invoke the weekly make your hands into a Jello mold <laughs> plan. <laughs> that's. That's pretty much what oh, you do. Oh, God. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, this is curing Alzheimer's as we speak. <laughs> I bet. Wow. Holy cow. That's, uh, that's tremendous. Um, so, yeah. So How yeah. about you have to have your hands full of marshmallows at all times? <laughs> you can't ever not be carrying marshmallows wherever you go. <laughs> Well, I had a friend who swore... Similar to the drunk driving test, yeah. where you have your po hands palm up and you open them, and if marshmallows don't fall out onto the ground, then you're arrested for I see. unprotected deadly weapon hands. I actually had a friend who used to claim that, work. that you could have... He, he called his system a portable airbag system, and basically what it was was he'd be driving... When he drove on the highway, he said he would have a uh, bag, like a, like a plastic uh, Ziploc bag, which he would have in his mouth constantly inflating and uninflating. So in the case of an accident, he would quickly blow it to the bag, and the bag would hit the steering wheel. So he had a portable airbag at all times, and that saved him the cost of having to worry about maintaining the airbag in his car. This kid was a little weird. I lost touch with him, and I think he lives out in Michigan now Dude. in a secret place that he doesn't talk about. But anyway. We were filming a guy today for the show who was like a gadget expert, but everything is homemade. It's not impressive at all. It's like he makes everything for like 50 cents or less, but they're all gadgets that are supposed to be very useful in everyday life. One of which was like a reserve air supply, which he keeps in a secret Velcro compartment in his jacket. The reserve air supply is comprised of a plastic tube, and not good plastic, like pink cheap plastic that you'd find on like some toy that you win in an arcade. And balloons. And it has like three balloons attached to it. And he's like in the case of a fire all i do is blow up the balloons and then when i have to breathe <laughs> wait, i wait. just put the tube to my mouth and i have another 10 minutes of air via the balloons that i've just blown up so you so he has to quickly like blow them up in the middle of a fire he's like quick let me get my balloons and blow them up that's what mm -hmm. he has to do quickly yes of carbon dioxide rich exhaust <laughs> which he's blowing into them to blow them up that's that's going to keep him going for 10 minutes the sucking he's, in a balloon he's like you know what i must convert into a tree first i convert into a tree blows back into your mouth and you cough and choke and die that's what he's planning to breathe on for 10 clearly minutes. russ he turns the himself into a tree like first come on. on i mean that's what he has to do first <laughs> First, he becomes a tree. A and tree then with balloons. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, does he have, that's a good point story. As long as he, he registers the balloons as deadly weapons, exactly. I, I think it's fine. It could be. Yeah. 
The main attraction of his visit was a six-foot-tall robot that was made out of Pringle cans and, like, linked plastic trays <laughs> covered in, like, one of those sheets that you put on your car to make sure it doesn't heat up, like those reflector sheets. Oh, it was, like, yeah. cloaked in that to make it look like a shiny <laughs> robot. <laughs> Pringle cans cloaked in a fire-resistant car sheath, and, like, it was on the, the body of, like, a crappy remote control car. Wow, that's uh, awesome that thing. That's pretty sweet. I mean, it worked for what he wanted out of it. Exactly, which it was a robot. Well, that you know what it, that proves to me is that all of this stuff is relative. And you know, I was just thinking, even the deadly weapons thing is relative. If I have a you know plastic bag near a baby, that's a deadly weapon. It could be. If I throw, if I'm like you know, I'm near a baby and I start like waving a plastic bag at it, I could literally be waving the equivalent of like a bazooka at one of you guys, you know, because plastic bags are, as yeah, we know, I incredibly mean, dangerous to babies. So you know, it's all about your hands are deadly weapons when it comes to toddlers. Yeah, like you could punch a toddler to death fairly easily. Absolutely. So sure. so it's all relative. <laughs> Registration for all. <laughs> or at least everyone Shouldn't we have to wear jello molds? When there we work go. in school, yes, yeah, exactly. for everyone. <laughs> and then the children will just chew through the jello mode, and you'll have to constantly reapply and reapply, and they'll be like, mmm, jello, every single time. But actually, Story, you used to work in a place where people would get into this stuff and where you had to worry sometimes about people. You had to restrain people and everything. And it would have been easier to restrain them if you could just throw them into a vat of jello, right? Or the equivalent, or had jello to like use to, like, calm them down, no? Yes, right up until the suffocation. That would have been easier. Look, your problem would have been, been solved one way or the other. That's all I'm saying. They <laughs> wouldn't have had an issue anymore with that. I mean, if it weren't so painful, this is like the, the point where you boil the jello rock into a jello vat idea. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. That would actually work. Yeah, why hadn't we that thought of that? That would try violence like, quite oh, a bit. Oh, wait There a would minute. be very little oh. violence tomorrow if we baked Iraq in a jello mold tonight. Because everyone would die. Uh, and then be jello tomorrow. I, I don't think you know, I, Russ. I, I yeah, with all respect, <laughs> I don't think you bake things into jello. I don't think that's how jello works. I don't think it's about well, baking. Well, there's definitely heating involved. All <laughs> Maybe right? that's why there's you a think heating this will process. Deadly weapons. <laughs> it's broiling. You think it's baking. perhaps <laughs> you sauté the jello. I don't know, but the point is <laughs> there is heating involved <laughs> to the point of pain. And <laughs> Russ is like, can you bake me jello, an right? ice cream sundae, please? In a, can in you a please? Uh, can I? Can you boil me up some iced tea? <laughs> um, you do boil iced tea. No, you boil the tea before you ice you it, though. Is the point. put ice in it? Oh no! <laughs> but you don't bake and then freeze Jello. That's hello, the friend. Could you boil me some pasta, please? Oh, ridiculous! It's a solid <laughs> thing. No, no, but... it's different. <laughs> I like Jello. It's tasty. <laughs> well, I have to say, Jello in the pure form is great, but Jello with the chunks of crap, which is what I always had in like my elementary school days, that's terrible. There, there's no reason to adulterate Jello. Like chunks of pineapple, yeah, like or that or whatever it was, mystery or fruit. Or you know, just give me regular Jello. You know, plain old pure. I can see through it. Jello, that kind of Jello. Don't give me Jello with crap. Don't give me Jello with bits of things well, and you know. The problem is that the consistency Fingers. of jello is like seventy percent of the taste. So like when you have these non uniform objects in the jello and it messes up the consistency exactly. and makes like it it's about the blotchy, texture, exactly. It's about the then texture. You, you, you don't want to eat splotchy jello because right. it's the exactly. worst thing ever, even though it's the same essential thing. But you're exactly right. It's about the, the texture. Stuff, There's no question about it. Who yep. wants blotchy jello? That's what I say. Because otherwise it's row. That's the, there's a fine line between eating fish eggs and Jello, and that line is the consistency. Really? And the worst is definitely Jello with fish eggs. In it. Oh, <laughs> that is horrific in all <laughs> respects. Put the fish eggs in oh, into the orange Jello. God. It's just what? It's the worst. There's no point. That's really disturbing Mark. in every respect. That's so bad. salty and sweet. <laughs> that Delicious. or Greg Oden's knee. Which he might yep. as well cook in there at this point. I know. Which you he did. It's cooked. Absolutely. That's that's really <sighs> that's really horrific. I Looks like a chicken. You know, and I wonder a little bit about what makes people think that that chunky Jello would be good. Again, it's like that discussion we had about anchovies. Like why anybody has ever liked anchovies ever. And I just get the conclusion that there's just some things nobody has ever liked. Like I've never found anyone yet who likes mm -hmm. head cheese. Does anybody know anybody who likes head cheese? Like, do, does there, are, is there anyone who likes head cheese? I might have a problem recognizing head cheese if you point it out in a line. Head cheese? I don't think I Head could. cheese is basically Correctly a bunch of chunks of, like, meat crap 
in like gelatinous stuff which passes as cheese. It's basically like the stuff you would discard from your chicken, but you eat that stuff. Like take the stuff that you throw out and instead well, make that your meal. Like reverse the process. Take the meat, you throw it, it out, so eat the bones and everything. That's head cheese. But where's the cheese? Why is it called cheese? I don't know, because it was better than, than, than head vomit. I, I don't really know why else you would call it that. Like, I don't... Pile like, of useless animal head parts. dung. Or head cheese. Yeah, yeah that, my dad... my dad. I've told you guys a story, right? The head cheese story. My, my, my mom, uh, when I was a little baby, sent my dad out to um, get food. And this is basically how my dad got out of doing anything. Is my dad went out and he said, okay. So he went out and he brought back... No, she had sent him out for essentials. And he brought back uh, paper towels, uh, an Entenmann's coffee cake, and a head cheese, which for a two-month-old was not <laughs> likely to work out very well. Like, head cheese was not going to be the number one option for me to eat, and so she never asked my dad to do that again. And my dad had successfully achieved what he wanted, and, and you know, I don't know what happened to the head what cheese, he but he enjoyed for. the coffee cake, from what I understand. But yeah, head cheese, yep. Maybe... You know. He wanted a snack, and he needed some head cheese to feed his mutant that was chained up downstairs. <laughs> exactly. that you, it's what you would feed a mutant. That's a very good way to put it. You would feed a mutant this. That's the only reason to stock it. Like, there's nobody alive who likes this. It must be people that are just dead and, and are now mutants. That's the only thing that could be. It looks yep. like it comes from a mutant. I need to pick me up. I eat the coffee cake, and I need food for sloth. And Sloth. I need something to clean up Sloth's mess, so we'll get uh. a coffee cake, paper towels, and some head cheese. Really horrifically disgusting, and yet really uh. accurate, I think, in a lot of ways about how this actually went down. Um, yeah, it was really, it was really horrific, and it and it falls into the category of lots of disgusting food that nobody likes, yet somehow someone keeps producing it, like okra. You know, someone likes okra somewhere, and didn't okra, I talk okay. about okra? okra? Oh, oh my god, I had an okra, okra. story. Uh, I had an okra, okra story, which was, I was trying to branch out at the supermarket. I was like, I never buy this. This is weird. Let me, okra, I'm going to try it. And so I just like boiled it up. I had no idea how to prepare okra. <laughs> I just boiled it up with some I'd pasta. And put it around your hand. And I was like, oh. oh my god, this is the food of death. <laughs> it's like spicy <laughs> slime with chunks. <laughs> and it's a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it a vegetable that's spicy slime with chunks? It really is. <laughs> this is the worst consistency it really is. taste. Combined, effort. it's like it's this is hot. It's yeah, like a it's like, like a vegetable which pasta. God tried to recall. God tried to recall the vegetable several times, and he's never been able to do it. And so it's just out there. I have yeah. so much pity for the races of people you were who were so between... starved for good food that they had to discover okra. That they ate so many plants until they found out that okra didn't kill them. As horrible as it was, <laughs> they're like, I ate grass. Jim died from grass. We he tried to eat dirt. He's dead. His name of of course, we're Jim. Still alive. We had names like it's Jim back then. Food. <laughs> well, Bob, I like okra. And then okay, Jim Stan. Beget okra eater. Beget John. Beget Bill. And Frank beget the cilantro eater. Two million years ago. It just was phased out for a while. <laughs> I just had to zip it to these guys. How was your meal yesterday, Jim? Well, we discovered okra. Oh, that's good. How about the Red Sox? Oh, well, like I feed Jim. It tastes like hell. Yeah, okra's terrible. It really is. And it, again, it's like, and it, it just fits in that thing that like... It's Am I my like okra eater's keeper? Yeah, yeah okra yeah. eater's keeper. What's for dinner? Well, we've got bone marrow <laughs> sucking and okra. Oh, crap. <laughs> I don't want either. Bone marrow I'm sucking. Pizza. Can we no, eat the, the tree bark? Been recalled. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. Tree bark sounds good. Tree bark. To okra. Okra. <laughs> well, you know what else uh, actually sounds pretty good at this point is uh, the conclusion of an hour because uh, believe it or not, that sounds great. We have come to the end of an that hour. Sounds fantastic. Um, and uh, we'd like <laughs> we'd like our listeners to let us know uh, about other foods that are incredibly disgusting that um, they've they've heard of that people somehow eat, even though there's no reason for them to do that. Uh, and we'd especially would like to thank Story for coming back again, uh, and we. Look Look forward to seeing him in yeah, a up, yeah. upcoming show soon. Welcome back. Continued good luck story. We'll see you again uh, uh, soon. You we get you back off the Viking boat. Yeah, I'll, I'll be around periodically. And uh, once, once in a and, while. So. And it'll be uh, it'll be good. I'm not dead yet. That's right. Not like Kevin. Not like uh, Greg Oden, unfortunately. <laughs> so that's that's good about that. So oh, we're happy about don't that. Don't mind him. Or He'll Andy. be stone dead soon. <laughs> I'm getting better. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Say goodbye. He's dead. Yeah. See you guys next week. Yeah. Say goodbye. Don't point go out for the record. Say goodbye, everybody. That I have beaten Andy to my first show back after leaving by about 400 episodes. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs>
That's good work if you can get it. And Any day now, Andy's all. coming back. <laughs> that's all Just I wait. Got. Yeah. Uh, good times. <laughs> yeah. Two bumps, five yeah. bumps, three bumps, oh, dude, three bumps. Did you read one the story bump, about six bumps, that? Six bumps, two bumps, two bumps. Clyde two bumps, Drexler two bumps. driving a <laughs> two, bus two, two. into a daycare center. Oh, no, that happened today too. No, <laughs> Three bumps, three bumps. The proceeding was a presentation of the Map Report, hosted at www.mapreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the Map Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for Mep link on the Map Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away